everyone. I'm Larissa Russell of Creative You, and I'm your host of the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Here's where we talk about the connection between creativity and healing by interviewing amazing creatives, spectacular healers, and inspiring people who have used creativity in their healing. What does it mean to be creative? What is creativity? You don't have to write a best-selling book or paint a masterpiece or even play in a rock band. Creativity is in everything that we do, in the ways we think, in the way we run a business, in our everyday lives, we are creative all the time. Let's talk about how we are creative and how creativity helps us heal mentally, physically, and emotionally, right now on the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. I'm Larissa Russell of Creative You, and welcome to the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Today I have with me Anne Butera. Anne was one of our presenters for the Loving Healing Creating Summit that we ran in February, and we absolutely loved having her. You can still get access to that summit at www.creativeu.ca. Anne is a self-taught artist who finds inspiration in the beauty of her garden and the magic of nature. She works primarily in watercolor, but also loves challenging herself to try new things. She strives, sorry, she strives to seek out and celebrate life's little joys and daily graces. Anne writes the blog, My Giant Strawberry which I absolutely love that name, <laughs> teaches in person and online and sells her art designs and fabric on her website and elsewhere on the web. She is available for commissions and licensing. Anne's paintings have been exhibited across the country and her art and writing have been published in magazines and in the book Botanica. Her 2019 calendar was featured in Cottages and Bungalows magazine. That's amazing. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, it's exciting. I, I really do like the name Giant Strawberry. Can I just ask you how you came up with that before we go? Definitely. Back? And um, yeah, I, I came up with that name actually long before I started painting. I started a blog and I had no idea what to call it. And I thought about it for a while and I remembered how there's a kind of a family legend about me, how in kindergarten I got in trouble for telling everyone in class that I had this giant strawberry. I don't know if I said that was as big as the garage or something like that, that was in my backyard and that I had a pet giraffe. And <laughs> so the teacher talked to my parents and wanting them to tell me the difference between reality and imagination. And I just thought that reclaiming my creativity, even through just starting that blog and reclaiming my belief in imagination and the unfettered view of the world that children have was just um, a good name for this new enterprise for me and I've stuck with that name as I've changed what I've done with my blog and with my creativity just because I think um, it just really explains who I want to be in the life I want to be living. Yeah no I, I just love it and that, that story makes it even better like it, it does <laughs> it makes it even better so I love that. <laughs> Thank so, you. well, you've already started, but can you share some of your story and your path that brought you to where you are now? Sure. Um, I was a really creative child, and my dad is a musician. My mom was an art teacher, and she 
sewed a lot of our clothes as I, when I was a child and we were always making things and I was making up stories and along the way I lost that as I grew up and uh, as I had this idea in my head that I wasn't good at art and there were other people in my class who were good at art, I wasn't, I was good at other things and we grow up and we leave those things behind and eventually I realized that I missed that. I mean, I was always doing creative things. I was repainting furniture and growing a garden and I loved cooking and things like that. But I realized I wanted creativity to be more at the forefront of my life. And so I began to experiment more and do sewing and crochet and I secretly wanted to learn how to paint and it took me a while to be brave enough to try and I asked a friend who was an artist if she would give me lessons and she wasn't really interested in that and so I, I dabbled and also along during that time um, my job was really stressful I was living in a big city. I, I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. And then um, after college, I moved to Cleveland and I was working in a library there in an inner ring suburb. And we had a lot of behavior problems. And when you say you're working in the library, it sounds like a nice, wonderful thing to do. And lots of times it was. I would do story time. I was a children's librarian but also I had to deal with behavior issues and we had homeless people and people with mental illness and it was really stressful for me. Mm-hmm. And I was also just tired of living in the city and seeing the lack of respect that people had for our neighborhood. And we lived on a corner, people would stop at the stop sign and then just throw trash out their window. And it was just hard. And um, So I quit my job. My parents were buying a place in the country. It was always their dream throughout my childhood that they would buy this place in the country. And so they were finally going to do it in their retirement. And I said, I'll come and I'll help you. And my husband was supposed to be working on getting our house sold, which was (laughs) a disaster at that point in our neighborhood. And I just jumped for my dream of living a creative life. And I did so many wonderful things that year that I helped was helping my parents get this little hobby farm set up. Mm -hmm. I helped my parents plant an orchard and I helped them raise baby chicks. And all the time I was teaching myself how to paint and I ended up moving back to the city and taking on a crappy (laughs) job in a bookstore instead of a library this time and life got really dark for a while and it was really difficult my relationship with my husband was strained my relationship with my parents was strained and I was feeling pretty desperate and I realized I didn't want to be and two things helped me one was art and creativity. I'd never let go of that. My paintings were kind of terrible at that point, but 
I wanted to keep painting. The other thing was I started writing what I call joy lists. And it was just my way of seeing the beauty in even the dark times, seeing the light in the dark times. And eventually things got better. And it was really down to those two things that helped me get through that. And today, um, we finally did sell our house in Cleveland, and now we live in the town about five miles away from where my parents' place is. My husband has a little shop in town, um, and I paint and teach online and teach in person. And I wish I could go back and tell myself in the dark times that you'll get through this and everything will work out. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe I believe that deep down, but it's hard when things are so dark. Yeah. Oh, I, I totally understand that. It's uh, what actually made me turn my life around as well. You know, and even though I've been teaching for over 30 years in person, it was always like a part-time thing, always something I sort of did. And then I didn't, and then I did, and then I didn't. And then when you reach the absolute bottom you come out the other side going, life has got to change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So you've touched on it a little bit, but what does healing with creativity mean to you? I think that all of us are meant to be creative and we're all, as children, we're all creative. We can tap into our imaginations. And the other part of it is that we are so curious. We look at everything around us and we want to interact with it. And I think so many people like I did lose that as we grow up. And I think to be a whole person, we need to reclaim that creativity in whatever way is right for us. I'm not saying that everyone should be a painter or whatever, but just to remember that part of you that was creative, that was imaginative and to look at the world as not a dark place, but a beautiful, interesting, amazing place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. And do you think there's a driving force that inspires you? I think you kind of touched on that, but maybe you could expand on it. I think curiosity is, would be the driving force and looking at the world and thinking, I wonder why that is that way, or just being interested in what's going around on around you in the natural world. Um, I think that's so important to me to just observe and to, and in my art to capture all of that. Mm -hmm. And what would you say is your, your favorite creative healing modality for yourself? I love, well, two things, I guess. One is writing in my journal. Um, every morning I start my day writing in my journal, just checking in with myself, seeing how I'm feeling, maybe what I see out the window or on walk with my dogs, um, and what I'm thinking about, what I want to work on, and that really helps to ground me and clear my head. And then also just working on my art, um, 
working on a painting or thinking about a painting or coming up with a new idea, just exercising my creative, um, my creativity in that way. Yeah. Yeah. I really think I, I know for me, journaling is a huge one too. And, um, writing, I need to write. Like I, mm -hmm. I have to do that every day. I don't paint every day, even though I'm an abstract artist. Um, but I do create every day, mm -hmm. always creating something. But yeah, I think the journaling is, is so important. Oh, yeah. And what would you consider is your greatest accomplishment to date? Well, um, I've been thinking about that. And although I'm very proud of being published in magazines and in that book, Botanica, I just think that teaching myself to paint, I am most proud of because there are so many times along the way that I could have given up, that I could have said, this is terrible, I have no talent, um, which I guess as when I was younger, I did give up, but coming back to it and not giving up in my dream to learn how to paint and to just keep going. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's an excellent one, because I think it's true, and uh, when we tend, well, I, I'm speaking for me, <laughs> when I say we, we tend to give up on things, even though we, we love the idea of it, or we think that we would, you know, really enjoy it. But when it gets hard, or it's not working out the way we think, then it's just easier to just let it go. Oh, I'm not good at that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's been a few things I've come back to again and again. And for me, recently, it's faces, <laughs> trying to draw and paint faces. I am horrible, horrible, but you know what? I'm going to keep doing it because I love it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I figure this out. Oh yeah. It is really hard. Yeah. I don't do it a lot. I do it sometimes in my sketchbook, um, mm. but yeah, it's difficult. Yeah. I've, I've, I've had a couple that I was like, oh, that's not, that's not so bad. <laughs> Tell it to face. That's good. <laughs> as long as it's not supposed to be a specific person. Right? <laughs> That's right. We're not there yet. Yeah. Uh, if you could change one aspect of our society through your work, what would it be? I think it would have to be um, to see the beauty in the world. I think so often people are focused on the negativity. And I mean, if you look at the news, it's all very heavy, dark stuff most of the time. And if you see how people behave on social media, often it's just so negative. And I would love for people to see the light and the beauty and the magic that is this world that we live in. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's so true. And I, it's surprising how many people I have interviewed, um, creatives and healers that say the same or a similar type thing mm -hmm. because it is so important. And I, I think it's going to take sort of us creative types to, to do that mm -hmm. right? and bring out the beauty for everyone. Mm -hmm. yeah, really important. So what inspirational advice would you give someone who's struggling? Well, um, first I would say don't give up. And if you are struggling in your life, things will get better. 
nothing lasts forever. If you're struggling with your creativity, let yourself be a beginner. I think that's really hard for so many people. As you mentioned, if you um, are trying something and you think, oh, I'm not good at this. Well, of course, when you're first starting out, you're not going to be good. So just take things one step at a time and let yourself be a beginner. Let yourself enjoy the process, the materials, um, things like color and texture and the whole experience of it. Um, I think it's so important to worry less about the product, your finished product, and more about the process and your enjoyment of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And do you have an inspirational quote that sums up your life journey? I don't know if it sums up my life journey, but um, one that's kind of important to me, I got a a fortune cookie one time that says, uh, and I have it here, I don't know. Yeah. The camera is good. It says, beauty will surround you, open your eyes to see it. And I think that's just such a great message for me and one that I'd like to pass on to other people because beauty is always there. The sun always is shiny, even on a darker, cloudy, stormy day. Um, it's there, but it's up to us to see the beauty. It's up to us to pay attention. And I think that paying attention is so important in all of our life. And for me as a creative person, if I'm not paying attention, I have no inspiration. Mm -hmm. So that it's just, it's kind of silly, I guess, to be choosing a fortune cookie uh, fortune as something that I base my inspiration on. But um, I think it just sums it up so well. No, I, I think fortune cookies quite often, I, I think that's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> So many times it's like, oh, yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Is there anything else you'd like to add that we maybe didn't discuss today that you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, just to, I guess, to say again, to be aware, to pay attention, to savor. And I think that's something we're all so busy and we're moving at such a fast pace, taking mm -hmm. time to savor. And that's what I do with my joy lists. It's just savoring what is good about the moment. It doesn't have to be anything big, but just paying attention to maybe the taste of your tea or the sensation of your cat sitting on your lap purring, just all those little tiny things that are surrounding you every day. And if you're not, tuned into that if you're not aware you're missing out on so much yeah yeah that's oh that's a really good one well i want to thank you so much for being here it's oh thanks for inviting wonderful. me and for our listeners we'll see you again next week and in the meantime i wish for you amazingly creative days thank you for listening